Were I as erudite an Old Testament scholar as one Reed Lessing, who happens to be writing his Isaiah 56 to 66 commentary as we speak, or so I've been told, I'd probably have something more perceptive to say. As it is, let me note that beginning here in Isaiah 65, God answers the people's cry out of the depths. There is no one who calls on your name, they say, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. That's from chapter 64. And God's answer forms the grand finale of Isaiah's grand book, a finale that eagerly anticipates the entire future of God's reign. For I am about to create a new heavens and a new earth, God will soon say. It's kind of a marvelous bookend to Isaiah, to the prophet who begins by saying, Here am I, send me. God says, Here I am. Here I am. But there's irony here. And, well, I'd like to think Dr. Lessing would be pleased that I found irony here. Because God isn't speaking to Isaiah, and God isn't answering those who have been crying out to him in distress. Matter of fact, God's way of answering those who call out to him seems to be by opening himself to those who haven't bothered with him at all. I was ready to be sought out by those who did not ask, God says, to be found by those who did not seek me, who sit inside tombs and spend the night in secret places, who eat pig's flesh and broth of tainted meat is in their vessels. Does that sound like anybody you know? Maybe not. But when you hear this voice from God the Sunday after next, you will hear it inextricably linked with a voice from the Gospel of Luke. And that voice will be the shrieking of the strung-out young man from the Gerasenes, possessed by a thousand legion of demons. He will be sitting inside tombs. He will be spending the night in secret places. His food is pig's flesh and the broth of tainted meat. As far as he knows, he does not want to be found by anything holy. Nor has he asked to be saved from the depths of his torment. But someone has heard his voice. And sent by God, he has come to him. 
What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? The man says, do you see the smoke from Jesus' nostrils? Because before we know it, this legion of demons has been measured into their bosom full payment for their former deeds, as Isaiah would have it. And by the time the town gets word, they find the man peacefully sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And then Jesus does a curious thing. When the young man begs Jesus, literally begs him to come with him, Jesus sends him away. Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you, Jesus says. How heartbreaking that must have sounded to this young man's ears. Yet I think, I think Isaiah 65 might give us a clue as to why. Thus says the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster, and they say, do not destroy it, for there is blessing in it. So I will do for my servants' sake and not destroy them all. Return home to tell the good news? Sure. Nothing wrong with that. Everything good in that. But as Isaiah would remind us, return home because there is new wine in the cluster. Return home to, as the old cliche goes, bloom where you are planted. Return home because God is just as much at work in the Gerasenes as he is in Galilee. Sometimes even more so, return home. Because wherever home happens to be, just as old grapes become new wine, there is blessing in it. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.